are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Coming to you from Transylvania by way of Staten Island. Yes. We were just talking about uh, what we do in the shadows, the new the show that's in its third season, and we are both current on it and big fans. Guillermo. <laughs> How are you, Guillermo? Um, I'm good. How yeah? are you, haunted doll of Nadia? Oh. Damn, okay, I'll take it. She's the best character, so thank she you. She is such a fucking good character. That doll is so fucking weird and so fucking awesome. <laughs> no, it is. It's great. Uh, I'm really wonderful. Uh, we just had, we came back from a, a long weekend. You know, we just had Labor Day weekend, and we went to Las Vegas with our families. I love that. And we're around far too many people, so it was, uh, you know, it was wonderful. We saw shows, we heard screaming fans, we were in massive crowds. It was just, just perfect. Just really uh, what you, you want. Oh, like, you I, I was like, Cirque Soleil doesn't have screaming fans. It uh, No, it has very politely clapping fans. Yeah. But we did also go to the Harry Styles concert, <laughs> and that was more screaming than I care to admit. Yeah, a lot of that screaming was from me, I, I grant you, but he's so... <laughs> He's so cute, though, Harry Styles. I do like the idea of being at a Cirque show and being like, oh, my God, he's going to split. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of O, oh, we saw O. And have you ever seen it? Of course. Oh, I didn't know you had. It's fantastic. Really, Swish, it was my first splash, time to see it. bitch. <laughs> so uh, I do recommend it uh, if anybody, you know, and it, you know. It felt weird to be around those kinds of crowds, but also it's not something we have totally avoided this whole time. We just, we are vaccinated and masked all the time. Good. So, you know, hopefully we don't have the whatever, we don't have whatever variant comes when Delta and Mu get together in a pool in Las Vegas. I don't know what happens, but that's what we have if we have any variant now. I voted today. Oh, great. And you voted no, like a thinking person. Correct, because great. this election is bullshit, and we shouldn't have wasted tax money on a stupid, pointless recall election. I agree. Regardless of how you think Gavin Newsom is doing, it's still ridiculous. We have elections. That's what, that's what recalls are. That's when they happen. Right. If, if you're doing a recall, it's because somebody is truly corrupt or has truly fucked up, which he has mm -hmm. done neither of. Right. He went to one dinner out and now let's just, you know, kill him. What? What? Oh, he had a huge controversy by going to the French Laundry, remember, when restaurants were closed? But he went to the French Laundry. I don't remember that. With people. And oh, no, it was it's it's a huge story that shows hypocrisy for sure. But, like, impeachable offense, recall level? No, of course not. But, you know, people who just don't like him because he's a Democrat have seized on that as, as a thing, you know, why he's recallable. Yeah. No, they want to put someone in who wants to make it so there's no COVID restrictions. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be 
siding with the side who says you're not following COVID protocol, so I'm going to put someone in who's going to eliminate COVID protocol. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad you did exercise that right to vote and yes. say no to this really stupid fucking election. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good weekend otherwise? Yeah. What did I do? We relaxed a lot. Um, we've been mm. kind of cleaning house because my folks are going to come visit soon. Oh, nice. So I'm psyched about that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. I mean, like, you know, we had a nice, it was a very wonderful weekend and great family time and we ate so much. We went to Cracker Barrel. It was great. But like, it was not relaxing. A Vegas vacation is not relaxing. <laughs> it's many things, but not relaxing. So that sounds good too. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of relaxing, next week... You are on vacation, right? I am, because my parents are here. Fantastic. And I don't want to be screaming at all hours of the night while they're trying to go to bed. (laughs) Well, that's very, you know, hospitable of you. And uh, (laughs) I am going on vacation with my family the weekend after that. So, or the week after that, for a week. So, uh, it'll be after this episode, at least two weeks before we come back again. And maybe three, if we feel like it. A scandalo. <laughs> yeah, I've got some but, good topics that have been thrown my way, though. So when we come back after this break, it'll this be fucking break, gangbusters. It's gonna be gangbusters. There's We're a couple come though. back like like we never left. Like like a whole brand new show. I'm gonna call it season three. It's all coming back to me now. There were nights of endless pleasure. <laughs> Baby, baby, when you touch me like this. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, I apologize, was, but you I started I was living it. for that. Okay. that was, you were going for it. Oh, Celine. Celine. I'm not a Celine Dion fan. <laughs> she has a handful of songs, though, that when it comes on, I am oh, like, yeah. everyone shut the fuck up. This That's goddess needs to sing. Yeah, for sure. She's. I'm not a big fan of Celine Dion, but I mean, like, no one can deny her voice is Abso-fucking-lutely incredible. Yeah. So, you know. Respect. And she's Canadian, so by and large, she's a nicer human than most right. of the world. And apologetic for how talented she is, which I appreciate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the best. I'm so, so sorry that I'm so, so very good. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a couple weeks, but we'll go crazy when we get back. And uh, let's jump into the bright spot, shall we? Yes. All righty. Bright spot this week. I love this. Now, we here on the bright side are very big fans of bees, as you know. I love bees. We are worried about the decimated bee population of this world because when they go, the entire ecosystem will collapse and it will cause calamity. And while that's good for topics for our show, it's very bad for the world. Noted. So we like bees. Uh, this week's bright spot is French beekeeper Denis Jaffre. <gasps> We're back Dennis in France, Jaffray. like with Celine. She's like French Canadian, isn't she? She we. Oui. And uh, but this French beekeeper had all of his hives decimated about five years ago by uh, invasive hornets, a species of invasive hornets. What a and dick! So he has, yeah, no hordes of dicks. Um, <laughs> he has. He thought real hard. And then he came up with a hornet trap that traps just the hornets, but leaves the bees alone. (gasps) So the hornets have no predators, but they do prey on the bees in France and all over Europe. So what he has done is created a a sugar trap, um, which was my nickname in college, but that's neither here nor there, (laughs) that has the traps that entices the wasps 
through a funnel, right? And it gets smaller and smaller and then they get in there, but then they can't get back out again. They can force themselves into the funnel, but they can't get out again, but the holes are totally small enough for the bees to get out. So bees go in and have a little sugar and they leave. The hornets go in, they have a little sugar, and then they're too fat to leave. It's like Winnie the Pooh. So it completely, it's completely like Winnie the Pooh, even with the honey and everything. And so <laughs> he has in, he has won awards, inventor awards, and he's out. He's now manufacturing these traps and selling them all over Europe. He manufactures with a 3D printer, and they are so inundated with orders that they just cannot keep up. So this is really wonderful because, you know, it, it is a trap that works just for the hornets that are killing this, the, the bees and are not natural to the environment, but not the bees that they're yes, after. So, I love this. Yeah. So uh, this guy is going to help our bees, you know, or at least the European ones. But maybe we can, you know, when we get our murder hornets over here, maybe we can have something similar. And, you know, we're here for the bees. And we I want love the bees, bees to be here for us. Also, I think the murder hornets are gone. Please. Were they murdered? I don't know. I fucking hope so. I mean, it would stand to reason because you're going to be a murder hornet and go around murdering. You're going to get some enemies. You're going to make enemies. People who live a violent life often meet a violent end. Someone famous said that. I don't know who. uh, I think it's from Westworld. So, yeah, that's very famous. (laughs) Robots that are violent often often, die violently. Yes, lose their sentience chip in violent ways. I didn't watch that show. All right. Well, I, I did, and, and it's still I still don't understand it, so don't worry. <laughs> so that's ready? what I have. That's our bright spot. <laughs> Are you ready for me to to turn the beat around and yes, fuck I up love your to hear whole percussion. evening? Yes, I am. All right. I am. I'm in a good mood, which I'm, I know you're going to Not for, for long. Great. Humanity. <laughs> yep. Depressing. Off to a bad start. Uh, yeah. Kentucky. What? Circle in the drain, okay? <laughs> blue skin. Blue skin? That's right. I said blue skin. Is that blue skin or like a blue skin, like a name, like a tar heel? This week, we're going to talk about <laughs> the infamous blue fugates or the blue people of Kentucky. What? This is real. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are there blue people in Kentucky? Am I blue? Yes, Jed. As with most tales. Their tails were blue too? No. It mm. all starts with a French orphan. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so... You know this story, but I no, love it. No, but you're... we just talked about all these French people and I did That's not true. plan that. Okay. It starts with a French orphan named well, Martin. Well, what good story doesn't? I, I know. As with most tales, it starts mm-hmm. with a French orphan named Martin Fugate. Okay. All the best tales start with Martin sure. Fugate. Some of the good tales start with a French orphan named Cosette, but others are about Martin. I love it. Now, here's a question. I think of it as Fugate, but if it's French, is it Fugate? Like, I don't know how to say French. I don't know. Speak Fugate? French. No. I forgot to. I don't know. I'm going to just say Fugate, and if I'm wrong, then uh, you can listen to that for the whole time. That's fine. I'm going to do most of this episode in a fugue state. (laughs) That's terrible. All right. So Martin (laughs) Fugate would immigrate 
from France over to Eastern Kentucky in 1820. Why? Because he's you a, were in France. He's a fucking orphan. Oh, I see. So he wasn't getting good advice. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing: even the worst France is better than Eastern Kentucky. I said it. Whatever. The, even the worst France is better than the best Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's great people from Kentucky. Hashtag not all Kentuckians. I get it. All right. So <laughs> just not that particular one that we're thinking of. The place in Kentucky he relocated to, mm-hmm. Troublesome Creek. <laughs> Smurf Town. <laughs> <laughs> Troublesome Creek. Yes. Okay, I can forgive him because he I probably didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how exotic. Troublesome Creek. Everybody needs water. <laughs> it's a little ominous, right? Mm-hmm. A little. So it's wonderful that a creek is troublesome. Like, there's not going to be, like, level five rapids in a creek. Like, how is a creek troublesome, you know? I don't know, Joe. Tried to cross that creek. It sure was troublesome with all that water. Problem is, it's just wide enough to think you can jump across it, but you can't. (laughs) That's because you only got one leg, Stu. I can't jump across much. It's true. Although that other one-legged friend of ours, Frank, he could jump across it. You're just weak, Stu. Frank is, I'm very weak, and Frank's very athletic. (laughs) I've also been smoking tobacco (laughs) since I was four. (laughs) So, I'm not sure it was a good move for him in the long run, because he had a rare (laughs) disease, which made his skin an indigo bluish shade. Indigo blue? Like bright fucking blue? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, now, uh, now, I would think he would go to a wooded area. That kind of makes sense because he'd want sort of the cover of night, you know? I'm sure you're wondering how the fuck a human can be the color blue, right? I am wondering that. Well, as it turns out, there's a rare genetic condition called the recessive hemoglobinemia. Whoa. So it's like anemia, but it's got extra shit involved. And it's sure. a, it's a gene. It's so like it's a recessive anemia. gene. I know. Sure. It's, it's like you take a step and fall down. Hemoglobin with all of it. So sure. quote from abcnews.go.com, quote, methemoglobinemia is a blood disorder in which an, an abnormal amount of methemoglobin, a form of Hemoglobin is produced. Oh my god. Is this killing you? According to the National Institutes for Health, hemoglobin is responsible for distributing oxygen to the body, and without oxygen, the heart, brain, and muscles can die. Oh, so is this a situation in which he's not well, okay, he comes across as blue, but it's because his his blood in his skin is so blue that it makes his whole body look like that? So basically the affected hemoglobin can't really carry the oxygen and the other unaffected hemoglobin has a really oh. hard time bringing oxygen throughout the body because the affected hemoglobin is in the way making things hard for the unaffected hemoglobin. Thus Whoa. all the hemoglobin is struggling. Good god. It's just another example of these Europeans sending over their blue bloods. <laughs> the original blue man group. Yeah. <laughs> it was just one guy. It was just blue man. Solo act. There's this blue man in the woods and he keeps banging things with pots and pans. <laughs> and, and nobody's spitting the marshmallow back. <laughs> 
And he starts spraying paint everywhere. I'm very confused. I just—he doesn't speak. No, but he keeps a good rhythm. I mean, <laughs> he's got all these trash cans. I don't. What's with all the trash cans? He's hypnotizing, but I—I I don't know if it's art. He just never blinks, and it's very unsettling. Hmm. So, as a result, because of all the hemoglobin struggles, these folks who have this uh this rare recessive gene yeah. have blue skin purple lips and the blood is quote chocolate colored whoa all because of not enough oxygen good god you're turning violet violet <laughs> i'm like but is it actually chocolate <laughs> <laughs> have we found a living source of please chocolate? don't be that guy like he has to deal with somebody trying to drink his chocolate blood once per day don't be that guy today <laughs> I want to taste your chocolate. Oh, is that Count Chocula? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is Count Chocula's fucking wet dream. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for hemoglobinemia. <laughs> so, was one of, one of the rejected slogans. <laughs> Damn it, Carl. We ask you for a fucking slogan, not a goddamn science. Le- we were a serial, Carl. Listen, we're try- if we're trying to advertise to niche Kentucky people, I'm telling you. <laughs> Nobody in Kentucky eats cereal, Carl. What are you talking about? Our data has clearly indicated that people in Kentucky eat almost nothing but cereal. <laughs> Carl, go home. Fine. Cue the violins and Finn. (laughs) The world's worst short film. (laughs) I don't know about that, but it it was bad. It's a commentary on the social injustice of capitalism and recessive gene disorders. Is what the director of the in-house training video said. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Martin Fugate shows up in Troublesome Creek. And he settles there, right? And <laughs> yeah, he's unsettling, <laughs> but he's settled. I, he's like, well, I guess I'm settling for Troublesome Creek. <laughs> I tried the non-Troublesome Creek, but they wouldn't have me. It, it was too much trouble. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ended up marrying Elizabeth Smith. Wow. So turns out they Mama Smurf, you said? <laughs> Turns out some of the ladies like the blue skin. I guess so. She's like, I never have to worry about you leaving me. (laughs) Maybe she just wanted a man who blew himself. (laughs) Because he's always blue. (laughs) Am I blue? Yes. Yes, I am. She also liked the song Blue Moon, accompanied Mm. by his blue moon. Right. And he mooned her one time and she took it as a sign. Yes. Mm-hmm. So on Wikipedia, it also mentioned that the place they really lived was Hazard, Kentucky. Oh, dear. <laughs> but Well, that's the Dukes of Hazard, I think. Their cause... offspring would mostly live in Troublesome Creek. I don't know if Troublesome Creek was in Hazard, Kentucky, or if it's a county or something. I don't fucking know. It's I think in... Hazard, count... Hazard is a county. Yeah. Here's the thing. 
it's not enticing for people to come to your fucking state is everything's named hazard and troublesome and like I don't think Kentuckians are that worried about like enticing people to their state. I feel like Kentucky's like take us or leave us. (laughs) Well, this is my mom and my pa and my grandma and my grandpa and my great grandma and my great grandpa. I live at downright dangerous grove in the middle of Get out of here, Canyon, in the middle of Toxic Waste County. <laughs> exactly. It's actually exactly. a paradise. It's like how fucking Iceland is named Iceland, but it's really nice, but Greenland is really full of ice, but they want people to mm-hmm. go there. Right. Uh, it's just like that. Hazard County, ironically very safe. <laughs> they give you a hard hat when you move in. <laughs> so, fun fact, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Smith the woman who married Martin Fugate mm-hmm. had the same fucking genetic condition as him. She was also blue? She was not, but she too carried the recessive methemoglobinemia gene. Oh no, so their kids were like super recessive. But So she's not blue, she's actually a redhead with super pale skin. She's basically a fucking oh. ginger, like I am as close to a ginger as you can get without actually being a ginger. Oh, I'm so close. My beard is ginger. I see. In fact, on... Maybe you have this too. IFLScience.com, probably. I have everything. Um, <laughs> she is described... <laughs> <allergic> to air. <laughs> <laughs> she is described as, quote, pale as the mountain laurel that blooms every spring around the creek hallows. This is a medical journal? I don't know. This is a website. I, I don't know. They oh, got right. come, Someone said that she was fucking pale. They're like, she's all pale. Right. That bitch is but- white. <laughs> A poetic, for sure. She doesn't tan. She's a redhead. <laughs> I guess so. Blue, super blue, and super white get together to form baby blue. <laughs> so even though she was a ginger and not blue, because both parents contained the recessive gene, four of their seven kids would be blue. What are the odds that two people who have that thing? Because she wouldn't have known. What year is this? Uh, 1820 or something. Right. So they don't know anything about recessive genes and all this. <laughs> I'm blue. They just know, he just knows he's a blue guy <laughs> from fucking Europe. We prefer the term Smurf. <laughs> do they? Do they? <laughs> I don't think they fucking do. I will not have you insult my ancestors. This is this not like a little people situation. All right. Get me my fucking white gloves and my hat. <laughs> Oh, my God. I got a mushroom to live in. What? <laughs> you know, it's Gargamel is actually Mitch McConnell. <laughs> so, no, that's mortifying. Oh, God, <laughs> I just can't. So, all right, I'm sure you, you're, you're like, what the fuck? Why is he blue and she's not if they had the same condition? Well, yeah. I'm glad you asked. I did ask. Well, I'll, I'll go back in the edit and add it. Hold on. <laughs> Why is she not blue, Jason? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Quote from abc.go.com, quote, Normally, people have less than about 1% of met hemoglobin, a type of hemoglobin that is altered by being oxidized so it is useless in carrying oxygen in the blood. When those levels rise to greater than 20%, heart abnormalities and seizures and even death can occur. Oh, my God. You could die. 
What I read sure. in the article also. I mean, they don't look particularly healthy, I'm sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> at that point, definitely not. But what I read in the article is that there's actually a sweet spot between 10 to 20 percent. When you have oh, where ten- you're super blue, but it's not dangerous for you? Yes, you become blue oh and you don't God. die. You're like, I'm just a fucking blue person. So is this the, like, is this the first rare genetic disease that I've been jealous of? I think it is. Honestly, it's fucking awesome. Like, I mean, obviously not when people are terrible to you, but, like, it's also, like, super cool. So, um, <laughs> anyway, if you're one of the lucky patients although I would argue maybe not so lucky, and your condition is between 1% and 10%, then you wouldn't even know you had this condition. You wouldn't show up as blue. So she okay. had the gene, but she was in the 1% to 10% range, hence mm. why she was a ginger. Now, was he in the 10 to 20 or the 20 and above? No, no. He was in 10 to 20. If you're at 20%, wow. you're, you're dead. He's like a unicorn. Yeah. So cool. he's, And he was like, based on the blue that I was reading about, he was as close to 20 as you could get. Um, wow. So... The doctors who studied the case of the Fugate family think that it was the perfect storm, basically. I see. It's a super recessive gene, and it's super rare to meet someone who also has it and to procreate with them. So, like, you have to meet them, you have to both want to fuck, and then you want to have a baby. Sure. And they're like... So this would never... Yeah, if there was two... For gay guys, one could be blue and one could just have a fetish, but you'd never know he was (laughs) the recessive gene. (laughs) Well, yeah, because they're not having babies. (laughs) That's my point. <laughs> butt babies. <laughs> oh, no, no. I gave birth to a butt baby. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, most people on the planet don't turn out blue as a result because it's recessive. They often don't meet someone else. If there's two people okay. who have the recessive, it's more likely, but it's very unlikely. Got it. The Fugates would be blue for quite some time. The family lineage. All their lives, I guess. Well, (laughs) yes. But the lineage would continue to have blue babies. Wow. As a result. Oh, we got another blue one. (laughs) I just just want one pink baby. (laughs) Well, we got to try again. Spread the likes. (laughs) I just had a baby. (laughs) Wait, it's a girl who's blue. I don't know how to internalize that. (laughs) <laughs> oh. oh, so anyway, <laughs> as a result, the locals in Kentucky, uh, being the progressive, friendly folks that they are, completely ridiculed <laughs> and made fun of them for being blue. Sure, shunned them in a swamp and and made sure they never came out again. <laughs> yeah, they were like, I don't know what you are because you're not the normal people I shout slurs at, right. but I don't like you. I don't like that I have to come up with new slurs for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. In, in to go home. That's all I got. <laughs> First of all, I'm actually offended by that, which is amazing. <laughs> so you did it. <laughs> you nailed it. Also, <laughs> I think it makes me sad that I actually believe that someone would have said that. <laughs> You're inconveniencing Probably. my life because I have to figure out how to be discriminatory against yeah. you, and it's not Probably. easy. Made people very upset. So as a result, they often would hide away from the others uh, and avoid leaving Troublesome Creek. Sure. So, quote... Troublesome Creek became quite the oasis for them. (laughs) Smurf Valley. The whole world was troublesome to them, but Troublesome Creek, not at all. We have no worries in Troublesome Creek. This is the travel video. (laughs) 
that one of the young kids once made on a Super 8 video when that technology blue? became available. Are you blue? Come visit the place for you. Troublesome Creek, Kentucky. <laughs> You'll find other blue folks who are just as blue as you. <laughs> and then that young lady went on to a successful behind the camera, obviously, career. <laughs> I thought I had a face for films. Turns out I have a face for no. <laughs> oh. Poor lady, but we're we're better now. Although there's not just there's just not with all this authenticity in casting now. There's just not a lot of roles written for blue people, unfortunately. Quote for I. That's the next big frontier in casting. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Quote for iflscience.com. Quote: Troublesome Creek was a small settlement with no roads <laughs> or railways to connect it to nearby towns. No roads. Don't understand the road part, but that's fine. I'm gonna keep going. That's troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you, but I'm See, so what's proud of you. The about it is that you got to walk in. <laughs> so you have to stash your carriage out here on the main road and walk in. <laughs> and it can be quite troublesome. You have to roll down the hill. <laughs> and there's a creek in there. You have to cross it. It's very troublesome. Continuing the quote, this meant the local girls and boys had an extremely limited supply of potential partners. A situation <gasps> that unsurprisingly led to a lot of intermarrying. Oh, dear. Fugate and Smith's son, Zachariah, for example, ended up marrying his aunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> oh. You know what's troublesome and troublesome creek? <laughs> Everybody's seen everybody's genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> that is disturbing because she would have changed him as a baby, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't understand me. I know all about you. I changed your diapers. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> I was hoping to see this mole again someday. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, talk about. Well, this show uh, has made me blue. No, it's an Oedipus complex, isn't it? Because it's well, like marrying your, aunt, your mom, but, but it's, mom, it's yeah. close enough. It's at a pish. All right. So basically, the blue people are like, we're afraid of being ostracized by others because we're blue. Sure. So we're Because gonna... we have long history of being ostracized by others. It's not just a fear. It's an absolute certainty. So we're going to keep having more and more blue babies in our own gene pool. which has... I know it'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> just keep hey, having babies. Currently, there's more of them than us. <laughs> But it doesn't always have to be that way. So, in the 1960s, Dr. Madison Cowain would show up to figure out what the fuck was going on with the blue people. All right. I heard there were some blue motherfuckers. Literally. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Area. He heard stories about it, and he's like, uh, the fuck? I gotta find out what's going on. <laughs> this is actually, I, I don't mean to spoil and spoiler alert but this is actually the origin story of how the smurfs came to television <laughs> he did nothing to help them but he then went to hollywood yeah, but then it inspired the story exactly i don't care <laughs> that you're blue i'm a doctor that writes stories for tv exactly i'm a doctor who's looking to change careers and you're my in <laughs> so 
He basically heard stories about it, and one of the most interesting ones was from a nurse named Ruth Pendergrass. Okay. I mean, it's interesting. Like, it's on its face, it's interesting. Okay, there's a clan of all blue people in Kentucky that fuck each other, because it's all they've got to fuck. <laughs> and, like, you want to go there. Not really. I don't want to go there. But a person I could imagine wanted to go there. Gonna get some of that blue ass. <laughs> Maybe he had a fetish. Maybe he had like a color fetish thing. He's like, yes. I'm so tired of shades of taupe. I used to make the women I slept with paint themselves blue. This would be like I don't have to do half the work. Less hassle for me. Less expense in all that paint. Less cleanup. <laughs> he shows I'm up. i find myself a blue wife. He shows up. He sees the blue people. He's like, nature always finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruth Pendergrass had basically been working at the county health department and Oh yes, yeah, so she's definitely encountered these people. <laughs> this blue woman <laughs> The free clinic? I think so. Yeah, this blue woman showed up and was like, Can you please do a blood draw for a blood test? And mm -hmm. Ruth would be quoted saying, quote, Her face and her fingernails were almost indigo blue. It scared me to death. She looked huh. like she was having a heart attack. I just knew that patient was going to die right there in the health department, but she wasn't at all alarmed. She told me <laughs> that her family was the Blue Combses who lived up on Ball Creek. She was a sister to one of the Fugate women. They're the Blue Ball Creek people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I got to go to Blue Ball today. What a pain. I, I, I really do feel like we are adding to the um, ostracism of these people. But that's okay, because most of them are dead. Well, there's a happy ending. <laughs> At Blue Ball Creek? <laughs> there's a happy ending on Blue Ball Hill. I'm so, Don't worry. I'm so mad at you, but I also love you. So congratulations. <laughs> so Dr. <laughs> Dr. Quain and Nurse Pendergrass would head on over to Troublesome Creek and mm -hmm. started meeting with all the blue fugates. Okay. The doctor would meet Rachel Ritchie first. I feel like I've met you before. Oh, no, that was just her. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm sorry. All blue people look the same to me. He probably fucking said that. <laughs> fucking racist doctor. I know this guy. So sure. the doctor would meet Rachel Ritchie first, and he would say that she was, quote, bluer in hell. <laughs> Well, hell being famously red, Doctor. Then, then he is quoted in iflscience.com in that article. This as, is going to be another quote that a person shouldn't be quoted as saying, but go ahead. And saying, quote, they were really embarrassed about being blue. <laughs> you just said, bluer in hell. Okay, so he also was quoted saying, <laughs> I said they were bluer in hell. I pointed, I laughed, I took pictures. And then they got I, all embarrassed. I FaceTimed my grandma because she had to see this before she passed. <laughs> she on her deathbed. And all of a sudden, they got so embarrassed. Yeah. Show me your blue skin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So continuing the quote. Show me your bloobs. <laughs> Boo. <I'm sorry>. Blue. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> so con continuing the quote. Patrick was all hunched down in the hall. Rachel was leaning against the wall. They wouldn't come into the waiting room. You could tell how much it bothered them to be blue. 
Oh, dear God. You made them... You fucking... Like, of course, they have been ostracized I, for years, and then your first reaction is, blow her in hell! <laughs> Uh-huh. No, this is classic. This is absolutely classic. It's like we're going to we're going to torture people for their whole natural lives and then blame them for feeling bad about themselves. I love it. I like I like the idea that the, that she just turns and she's like the wizard and I. <laughs> wow. She's like a fucking real life Elphaba. Pretty much. But like the much. blue version. But blue. So they did some One tests. One short day in the Indigo City. <laughs> One short day inside Troublesome Creek. Ow! I stepped on something. How troublesome. <laughs> Be careful. It's very troublesome here. It's troublesome because there ain't no doctor. And that's going to gangrene right up. It's troublesome because there ain't no doctor except the one who comes and mocks us for being blue. <laughs> occasionally there is a doctor. <laughs> he, he makes fun of us. This nurse and keeps, blames us for feeling bad about ourselves. This nurse keeps showing up and going, you're all going to die because she thinks, yeah. I don't know why. I can't tell you how many times I've been involuntarily defibrillated. <laughs> you're running around. <laughs> Clear. Boom. <laughs> we can't go out to eat. <laughs> Every Sunday stent day. <laughs> Grandpa's got forty-seven <laughs> involuntary stents. They they have the they set out the blue people traps. <laughs> it's just a hospital room where they say free health care, <laughs> but then they they just do heart it's a person exams. with a friendly looking face. God, that's how they get you. So they actually did do tests on them. <laughs> so, but they did real science. Sure, tests. while they slept. Yeah, yeah. they did. Re- no, not while they slept. They did volunteer. <laughs> They did tests on them to figure out, and they figured out they weren't having heart attacks. They're like, you're not having a heart attack. (laughs) Thank you. I was just playing badminton. (laughs) I was breathless because you told me to run here. Exactly. (laughs) You you put me on a treadmill. (laughs) And then you blame me for being out of breath. You stressed me out. It's an absolute wonder why we don't trust the medical establishment. (laughs) So... They figured out, they're like, oh, my God, you have this rare gene. Sure. So eventually, after all the tests, the doctor and the It's nurse, a blue gene. <gasps> yes, they had blue genes. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this family. So eventually, after all the tests, the doctor and the nurse would find that they were missing an enzyme, diaphorase. Okay. I assume that's how it's pronounced, so that's what we're going to go with. But the enzyme that's, is missing. Then that is makes it true, sure. Yes. Well, since the enzyme isn't even here, it doesn't much matter how we pronounce it, right? Right. So the enzyme couldn't be bothered to show up. The enzyme will get whatever pronunciation we fucking give it. Damn right. Anyway. Thank you. They confirmed this with, um, with basically a family tree exercise that they did. They're like, we need to know who slept with who. <laughs> Everybody put your hands down. We're going to start slow. If you've slept with <laughs> Billy Joe, raise your hand. Every hand is up. Noted. Uh, this is going to take quite a while. <laughs> when they figured out about all the close-knit interbreeding, they were like, bingo. Uh, can you imagine being like the just white, regular white kid in this family? Would you feel like <laughs> it's the Munsters. lucky or left out? It's, I can't it's tell. The fucking, uh, what's her name from the Munsters? 
Oh, right. Exactly. Mary? Is her name Mary? Uh, sure. Lillian? Yes. Lily? Yes. Jane? It's Mary Lillian Lily Jane. That's her name. <laughs> if you've seen the Munsters, please at me to remind me what the name of this person is. <laughs> we could Google this right now. Don't at us. Oh, no, no. We don't I, <laughs> I want them to at me, Kevin. <laughs> I, I can look it up right now. You want to know? No. I want to learn later on when I'm not aware of what's going on. Okay. Fine. So... The doctor... <laughs> Literally, that's almost all the time for me, but go ahead. <laughs> the doctor would then give them a shot of methylene blue, which was both what? a medication and a dye. Is this the meth from Breaking Bad? It is. It is, isn't it? I really fucking hope they it's not. They gave them Breaking Bad meth. <laughs> this is not what this family needs. No. Medical establishment. So as a result, the skin of Rachel and Patrick changed right in front of everyone's eyes like magic. You're fucking kidding, They really? went from blue to pink in the blink of an eye. You're kidding. Which was probably a blue eye because they probably had blue eyes. Dear fucking God. Yeah. How freaky would that be? You've been blue all your life. You take a fucking pill. This was a shot. You take a shot and you flash pink? Yeah. Was it permanent? No. No. They were not fully cured. The uh, Well, I, is pink what we're going for? <laughs> But they didn't turn like fucking fuchsia. They turn like we are pink. White people are pink. I guess so. I mean, so they went they went to a white person shade. I mean, you said pink. So this family has been indigo blue. So you say pink and I'm looking at like <laughs> a pretty in pink kind of pink, you know? They turned bright violet. Really? No. They turned oh. fucking white. They turned white. Okay, fine. Fine. But not not pink. As at no. It was people who are white are pink. Uh anyway. They were not Fine. fully cured, however. The shot that they were given would eventually be peed out and they'd become blue again. Okay. So the doctor's well, like... I just gotta take a lot of this fucking meth. So the doctor's like, <laughs> I can... <laughs> I love... <laughs> so Grandpa Joe, who was the only one invited to take this, you know, medication, had to come back to the rest of the clan and say, all right, we're going to have to start taking quite a lot of meth now. <laughs> So the doctor's like, I have these pills, um, and they will do the trick. Okay. So they're like blue, but now they can take medicine to get enough blood and become their non-blue skin tone. Oh, okay. So it like helps them. Oh, so now it's a question of like, are you in this family or are you not? They are no longer blue. They all took the medication? Yeah. Wow. That And that's the power of ostracism. So, <laughs> and as a result of their no longer being blue, the blue fugates weren't interbreeding as much because they could actually <laughs> date people who weren't blue because those people wouldn't be rude to them. Right, so now are they feeling left out or no? Who? I, you know, the ones who really quite enjoyed sleeping with their family. Oh, well, I don't know. People who want... Uh, no. Anyway... <laughs> They still have a lineage that has blueness mm -hmm. to them, but it's 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 more rare. But for example, in the nineteen seventies, Benjamin Benji Stacy was born and he mm -hmm. was a blue baby. Okay. And he was the great 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 grandson of Martin. 
All right. So maternity doctors got like fucked up seeing the baby because they're like, he's going to die. They'd... Oh, because they hadn't been blue in a long Oh, God, yes. They tried to start his heart and everything. Oh, this poor fucking baby. So they called his skin, quote, as blue as Lake Louise. <laughs> 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 and for the 99.99% of the world who does not know what the fuck Lake Louise looks like, let me tell you, it's pretty blue. It's fucking they blue. They couldn't go with the sky. They couldn't go with the goddamn... What's Lake Louise? It's Lake Louise. What else do... It, it's literally in the name. It's a lake. Sure, but uh, it's Lake Louise. It's like it's like <laughs> Lake Jonathan. Like, you don't know where this fucking... You don't know this particular hue of lake. Hey, lake Louise earned her spot. In this fucking just, episode, okay? I'm just saying whoever named, whoever said that gave no thought Lots of to the Lakes legacy. auditioned for this role. Okay. And Lake and Louise got Lake it. Lake Louise gave the best cold read. <laughs> Icy blue cold read. It was fucking cold. <laughs> so, but before they could uh, perform a blood transfusion to the baby. Thank God. Yeah. The grandmother <laughs> of the child would say, wait. Guys, wait. Hey, we're mm-hmm. a part of the infamous Fugate lineage. Some of us are blue. <laughs> okay, Grandma. Okay. Sure. And uh, so... We're going to defibrillate your grandchild now. <laughs> so they they were like, okay, it's not a problem. Quote from abc.go.com, quote, The bluest of the bunch was Luna, and she lived a healthy life bearing 13 children before she died at the age of 84. Wow. And she was really fucking blue. She was so blue. Okay. She's like bluer than she... blue. <laughs> she was depressed and she was bright blue. <laughs> I'm so blue. The, but nobody could hear her so, when she said it. <laughs> it just made her more blue. So <laughs> They just told her, yeah, we know. So Benji apparently was more like Elizabeth Smith because eventually his blue skin went away naturally. So mm. he likely only had one of the recessive genes. As opposed to, like, a bunch of the recessive genes. Like, if you got right. two recessive genes, you're done. You're blue. Like, not a whole warehouse full of blue genes. Yeah. He just had one gene. Right. And one <sighs> pant leg. When people say one pant, I get so mad. I'm like, they're Who says pant. one pant? You take the pant and you put it here. It's not a pant! Who says, who says that? I don't know. People sometimes say pant. And I'm like, it's not. No. It's not a pant. I don't think I've ever encountered someone who says that. It's it's almost as bad as when someone says, if you look here at the right buttock, it's like, no, don't singular buttocks, okay? They're a pair. I have to disagree with you respectfully. No. That you can have one buttock. Yes, you can, but it's just, ah, uh, don't say it. Just say... Well, you can't really have one buttock, uh, but unless, you know, something terrible happened. But you can, you know, you can hold one buttock. Yeah, but you're still holding their ass. Sure, sure, that's true, which ass includes both buttocks. Yes. But I think the buttock is an individual thing. Yes. I just don't like it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you blue about it? Yes, because Mm -hmm. buttocks come in pair. Sure. That was a weird way to say it. I don't know why I said it that way. It was, yeah, pair, (laughs) pair. Like, you're just as bad as the person who said pant. (laughs) Anyway, moving on, Dr. <laughs> Ayalu Teferi, mm-hmm. who is a hematologist at the Mayo Clinic, okay. would be quoted in the ABC News article saying, quote, it's a fascinating story. 
Uh, thank you, Doctor. Uh, we're going back to John with the weather. It also exemplifies... Oh, well, he has more to say. <laughs> <laughs> it also exemplifies the intersection between disease and society and the danger of misinformation and stigmatization. Well, that was actually a much better quote. Glad we let him continue talking. It's a fascinating uh, story. Now to the weather. It's fascinating. Okay, cut him off. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> Your 15 minutes are up, okay? So, all right. I like that he brings it up because it's true. There's mm-hmm. We learn a lot from this. Um, also, most people get the disorder because of genetics. But occasionally, right. people can contract this type of illness due to medicine or chemicals or drugs that they use on their bodies. Whoa. Quote from abcnews.go.com, quote, the carcinogen benzene and nitrates used in as meat additives can also be culprits, as well as certain antibiotics, including dapsone and chloroquine. Wow. Paul Carson would have his skin turn blue after he used colloidal silver to handle a skin condition that he had. Whoa. He went viral and was known as Papa Smurf. Oh, dear. <laughs> quote from today.com. Quote, that was a nickname he didn't appreciate, depending <laughs> on who said it. <laughs> he didn't have any children, so he was upset at the inaccuracy. <laughs> if a kid who ran up to him saying Papa Smurf it would put a smile on his face, but if it was an adult, uh, well, dot, dot, dot. He'd kick him in the nuts. <laughs> I'll show you, Papa Smurf, right up mm-hmm. your fucking ass. Yeah. He was very angry. So person. he would actually end up passing at the age of 62 in 2013, but he too felt the sting of people staring and judging. He he sure. often would stay home unless to just go mm. shopping or, or go to the, I think it was... He went to like the tobacco store or the drug, uh, the drugstore, the, uh, uh, what's the alcohol store? Liquor, Liquor store. store. Thank you. <laughs> he went to that place where they sell them alcohols. <laughs> the, he went to the Alcoholic Beverage Commission? <laughs> so like he really, like once he turned blue, <laughs> like save for a couple interviews, he's like. Once he turned blue, it sounds like he made some really great lifestyle choices <laughs> after that. He's like. I only go to the. Grocery store, the liquor store, and the cigarette store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be blue as short a time as possible. Okay. What is the bright side? Not that guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So first, some medical people came to figure out what was going on, and they actually- and after some light mocking. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did fucking help the people. They sure. did figure it That's out. That's true. Which is like- That's true. Unusual. <laughs> for Kentucky, especially. Well, especially for our episodes, our show. That's true. <laughs> Most times yeah, yeah, when... The medical establishment has not been <laughs> the big heroes all the time. Yeah, sometimes they're absolutely heroes, and other times they just are downright, like... Remember Carl, uh, the fucking guy from oh, Florida? Yes. Like, Oh, yes. Ugh. So, also... I really appreciated the quote from the hematologist from the Mayo Clinic about the fact Mm -hmm. that, like, this story is a perfect example of how things got really bad for them and they kept interbreeding, causing, exacerbating the problem because we as a society fucking were awful to them. Mm -hmm. And if we had just been like, oh, there's nothing really wrong with you, it's just a condition of who you are and let them exist, it actually would have 
there would have been less people who would have had this condition. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and also like, we shouldn't be fucking saying this condition wrong. It's fine. Like if, if if you're, if, if this is not a physical endangerment to your body and you're blue, like fucking awesome. Celebrate that shit. Let them be blue. That's right. The mocking and the ostracism, right? Like caused that to go on longer. Right. Yeah. I'm happy that they were able to find a a cure with quotes on it because obviously it, it, mm-hmm. they had to keep taking the medicine but because they were able to like live their lives unaffected. But I'm also like, I'm hopeful that the more people that learn the story, the more that we'll start to be like, maybe we shouldn't have been assholes. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think, yes, most of the people who could take that lesson are dead now. But, right. Um, There's still plenty. I think it's, There's still plenty of people think, who could learn. <laughs> there are, yeah. No, I mean, maybe maybe others could learn that the color of your skin is maybe not something to hate or ostracize a person for. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's something that we could take away from this. Yeah, I mean, and... and that, oh, my uh, gosh, they had no choice in the color of their skin. <gasps> what? I hope in the future that folks will be more comfortable with the things that make them unique. Mm. Uh, because, you know, and there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of very topical discussion out there about you know people born with disabilities like do we mm-hmm. try to fix it is there something right. that needs to be fixed you know that like like take the deaf community for example there's a lot of deaf mm-hmm. people who are very proud of their deafness and they 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 say that it's not a hearing loss it's a deaf gain because they've hmm. gained you know more focus when they're talking they've gained the ability to spot things faster they can talk in a language that they they can do it silently if they need to. There's like all these things mm. that are really beneficial to it. Obviously, it's a double-edged sword. You don't hear a siren down the street or you don't hear it as well, mm-hmm. depending on what degree of your hearing loss. You know, some people get better at lip reading. It's like all these different things. Right. But it's kind of like rather than trying always to fix something, it's like I do celebrate the fact that those people who wanted to no longer be blue got the chance. Right. But I also hope that people listen to this and go, yeah, like all joking aside, people should be allowed to exist and we shouldn't be ostracizing them to the point where they have to interbreed to even have a family because they feel so scared to exist. Right. Unless you want to. Some people's sisters are hot and, you know, there's just no way around it. We're definitely Uh, not endorsing interbreeding on this show. Well, not. Not as a not as a show, not indivi- but individually in our personal lives. No, also no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you couldn't even go through with that. Nope, can't yeah. do it. I thought of my sister, and I was like, "Got back out, back yeah, out." Abort, okay. abort. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for this topic. I won't see you next week. I won't see you next week. What? A- but have a fantastic vacation. You too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, or the week after that. Oh, my God. And for folks out there uh, in California, if you've not voted yet, fucking vote. Mm-hmm. Vote no. And vote no. Vote no, obviously. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Jason. See you next time. Love you, everyone. Love you. Bye. Bye. Excuse me, sir. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking for the post post office and- Clear! <laughs> God damn it! I'm not having a heart attack. We saved him.
We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side. side.